Welcome to SKU Talks. We are your one-stop shop for all things e-commerce. While I tend to skew towards Amazon, no pun intended, our guests come from all sorts of professional backgrounds, and I'd like to think there's something in here for everyone. Thanks for joining. All right, ladies and gents, welcome back to SKU Talk, or very good chance this might be the first time watching SKU Talk. Today, Brian Free. Brian is an awesome mix of inventor, seller, businessman, coach, everything under the sun, really. Um, I'm going to let Brian introduce himself and talk a little bit about himself. I've been hogging all his time over the past 10 minutes and hearing his life story a little bit. So, Brian, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do? Thank you, Sam. Thanks for having me. First off, I'm an inventor. Uh, I have 15 patents. I've licensed products to earn royalties from them. I've manufactured products locally and overseas, and I've been doing the same thing, helping other inventors for 18 plus years now. So I authored three books. I have a TV show called Got Invention Show, and I run the National Inventor Club. And I just recently launched an app called Inventor Smart Community that you can download on Google and Apple, where it's inventors own social media and all resources and collaboration going on there to be able to help each other out and keep invention ideas moving forward. That's sick. How do you find the time? At least it's it's all in it's all under the invention umbrella. So I feel like your gears are always turning, but that's a lot of stuff, man. At least and I feel like eighty percent of that plus almost all of it, I feel like it's all geared really towards helping other people. So I guess it's not much of a pivot. You're still an inventor. You've been showing me some of your products, some of them are on your website. I've seen them. But do you think, I mean, did you make that shift because you seem to get more fulfillment out of helping other people with what you're already good at or what, do you, what, what brings you the most, I guess, enjoyment out of what you do? My mission is to be able to help people to commercialize their ideas, but also to help people to figure out if it's something that they should work on or not. Because I could tell you, Sam, that I'm talking to people all day, every day, and a lot of them are coming up with ideas that may not necessarily be theirs. So what I help them do is to figure out is this something that you should work on? Is this something that you should put your time, money, energy, effort into? And are you going to get some kind of return from it? And that's what I kind of really understand the product. And then I understand the person and then help them to figure out what they should do and what they shouldn't do. But, you know, there's a lot of great ideas out there and uh, we can commercialize them and sell them easily on Amazon. You get listed and, and sell them yeah. or... Is it something that you might be limited on funds with, or maybe you don't want to necessarily manufacture a product and you might want to consider licensing to earn royalties. So kind of that fork in the road and helping people to make those decisions. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I'm sure it happens pretty often where somebody will come to you really excited with an idea and you're just like, this already exists or you don't want to do that for X, Y, and Z reasons. So I'm sure that's the more unfortunate part, but probably the most helpful thing that somebody could hear is that unfortunate. It's news. painful. It's painful too. I have yeah. to say. I mean, I'm sure. I, I don't. I don't like breaking people's hearts, but I'm not. I'm not the one necessarily. I just work based on fact. So if you're right. coming to me, most likely, if there's something that's really not so obvious, you could do a patent search with a patentability opinion, so you can compare your idea what already exists out in the market yeah. in the patent office uh, based on claims and the drawings and to compare what you have and what's out there 
and figure yeah. out if it's something that you could call your own. Okay, that makes a ton of sense. So when you, I guess backing up a little bit, when you very first started, let's say, first thing you invented or like your very first step in, into this space in general, what was that? There was a few, I'm trying to, trying to figure out which one, I, I'm picturing two of them. I don't know which one yeah. came first. The one that I commercialized first, I can remember very well, but I definitely had some failures in the beginning where it was, uh, one was something for a keyboard, Another one was for when my daughter um, was born, and I tried something there. But I think this other one came around before. So just, yeah, kind of going through my head. But, yeah, I mean, sure, you can work on – look, when people come up with an idea, the first thing that they're doing is really figuring out if it's something that's good for them. Yeah. Right? Is this going to yep. do something for me? Is it going to change my life? And like you said – you get very excited. And that's yeah. the thing is you almost let your emotions make your decision instead of making a better and a good business decision. So yeah. for me, I kind of went through and I made plenty of mistakes and I learned from them and I asked around. And then I started to realize that when I'm coming up with something, what is the window of opportunity? Is this something that, okay, so if I come up with a, a woman's shoe, that has a special heel on it that's going to do all these amazing things. Right away, I lost probably half the market, right? Right. Because the men aren't going to look at it. And then yep. out of all the shoes that are out there, how many I, – I might like the shoe that you came up with because it has something interesting going on, but I might not like the design. Yep. Or maybe there's so many shoes out there that how am I going to find yours? So I try to figure out what the window of opportunity is to keep it open. So, like for example, Sam? I was on QVC with this product for a long time. It's called Pull Ties. And this was originally, uh, you know, when you get bread, you have the twist ties and the plastic cloth. I'm like so the, bad the, at that. Right? So you don't know which way to turn it. Yeah. Maybe the the, the uh, twist tie is poking you. The, the yep. claw trying to get that back on after the first time, probably not, not the most convenient thing. I'm so, so bad at it, yeah. <laughs> so I came up with this product called Pull Ties, and it was for bread originally. But I said, you know what? It could be used for cereal bags, for freezer yep. bags. So if I went on QVC, I was on for about three years on there with this, and, and thank goodness it did really well. But if I yeah. went on, Sam, and I said, hey, Sam, do you like bread? Maybe you like bread. Maybe you don't. The other person might like, might not like. So I said, what about bread, cereal, freezer bags, in the pantry? Boom, 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 boom. I keep hitting you. How many people yep. have a kitchen? I it's growing, it's growing, it's growing, as opposed right. to just eliminating everybody that doesn't have a need for the bread. Right. How many yeah. people have a kitchen? That's all I had to say. And then, it, you know, yep. sales went up. So just real quick, you take any plastic bag, cereal bag, freezer bag, and you put it through the loop, you pull it up, and it seals it tight. There you go. So That's that smart. Was, I, it's so interesting, I think, with the, the concept of working with inventors where, I mean, I even have this sometimes when I'm working with Amazon brands, right, where it's somebody's baby it's their product they love it but it's getting somebody to ultimately remove themselves just a little bit to make sure that what they're doing is ultimately going to be widely applicable and accepted from their entire market versus just what do i like the most and what's going to work the best for me because that's how ideation comes about but then removing yourself from it slightly and getting yourself to expand on your overall marketplace is really what takes a good product to a great product a lot of the time 
Absolutely. You know what, Sam, just from, from my experience, I've had products in major retail stores and different distribution channels. I could say that when you're looking to go, so you have Amazon, but even beyond Amazon, if you put yourself in the consumer, but better yet, you put yourself in the buyer, the buyer's position, right? Yep. Because they have an obligation. They have a certain amount of shelf life and shelf yep. space that they are able to use and they have to they have to convert into into profit there. So if you have a product like that and then you're also talking about getting in on to the shelves and everything else, all these things start to add up to make a difference. You gotta put yourself in the in the buyer's, buyer's mindset shoes. of yeah. is it is it for my customer? What is yep. it that you're gonna show me on the packaging? How are you gonna catch the customer's attention to be able yep. to convert them right away? Yep. That totally makes sense. Yeah, that's that's smart. So what do you think as far as between the process, between creating this new, creating a new concept, getting it produced, packaging it, figuring out where to sell it, marketing it, whatever that is, if somebody was going to work with you, where do you think the best place in that process is to come and like seek your advice, right? Is it in the early ideation phase? Is it when somebody hits a roadblock somewhere along the way? Or when when do you see, I guess, the most people come to your help, to ask for your help? And when would be the ideal time? I like to work with people from the beginning. Because yeah. when you're working on your idea, you might think that it's one way. And that's fine. It probably is. But I might look at things a little bit differently. So I have inventors and companies that hire me to kind of be the problem solution guy. So I look at things and maybe you thought that it should be this way, but the way that you're doing it, maybe you're making the user do two, three extra steps than what already exists. Right. So it's a good idea, but maybe it should be done this way or that way. So I kind of like to capture and help people from the beginning and then kind of be by their side so they yeah. can, whether we're working with engineers and prototypers and packaging and getting the barcode and just kind of going through. I like to just watch things and I'm there for when somebody needs me, when they need me, you need me to hop on a phone call with you with a vendor. That That's what yeah. I love to do. So I just, awesome. I, I kind of watch the inventors backs that I work with. That's awesome. What do you think? I didn't even have this written down to ask you or anything, but now you've got my wheels turning here. What do you think's like the, the, the product that somebody brought to you that was the most surprising? Like, Something that either you didn't think it was going to work originally and then you learned more and it ended up working really well or you were just like, this is the craziest shit I've ever heard in my life. Like what's like a product somebody brought to you that just like you just sticks out in your mind, I guess. By the way, I, I just I you might have seen that reaction. Something was falling off my desk. Uh, so I thought you were reaching for something like, to show me and like this is the one. It didn't startle <laughs> me with the question. <laughs> uh, but. Look, um, I've been doing this for a while. I carry a lot of secrets. Um, ah. There are some people that have very interesting ideas that um, may be a little bit out there. Um, and then there's some really good ones that most likely cannot work through because you might be infringing on somebody else's intellectual yeah. property. So it's kind of tough, Sam, to, yeah. you know, I, I don't. I'm an inventor myself, so I respect other inventors and their confidentiality. I hope yep. you don't mind, but I definitely no. had have had some very interesting things um, that I've seen. And 
it, it can, I mean, I've seen practically every industry and category. Yeah. So, um, you know, you almost maybe, remind maybe me of like a, a single, like individual person shark tank where like people come in and they're pitching you their ideas all the time. And then when you like them and you think it's going to work, you work with them and you help them through that process. Like you're, you're, you're kind of your own one person shark tank. I mean, I, I definitely am not shy with, uh, what I go through and go over with inventors and people with yeah. ideas. I mean, a lot of people don't even consider themselves an inventor until I say, you're an inventor. You just came up with this idea. Yeah. Um, it's really about just figuring out, does it make sense? Is it going to make you money? Are you going to put your effort into it and get some kind of return back? So you just got to navigate through all those kind of gates and figure out and then put a clear path on is it licensing to earn royalties is it manufacturing yep. what does that look like where are you right now and let's help to figure out what that looks like along the way and to get get you to where you want to go but yeah i yep. mean you, i'm looking at ideas and in, in categories and a lot of fun. yeah it, it's fun i have a good time and I, it's i don't look when somebody shows me something I don't have the exact answer, especially if it's something brand new. Who would, right? For yeah. me to just give an opinion based on how I feel, I think about things of, again, I go to the buyer and then I go to the consumer and I think about their use case and figure out, is it something that is going to be different than what's already existing? Give a company a competitive advantage, right? So, I mean... I'm coming up with different ideas also. I'll just give, give you a quick couple examples. Yeah. Like, you know, speaking of, of competitive advantages, there's some inventions that are unique and novel. Like I have this collapsible egg tray, right? So you put your eggs in, and as you take your eggs out, it goes back and fills that much space. Interesting. So, you know, it's tough also, Sam. You have a lot of people that sell on Amazon. I have this on Amazon. So it takes a lot to who's really looking for a collapsible egg tray yeah right so you got to make a little extra effort and i, like I know that the query you have volume the there for it yeah it's that's that's the interesting thing is like some of these really unique inventions and products that are outside of the scope of what somebody is looking for but if it's shown to them and explained to them they need it or they would need it they don't even know that that's the tricky part with a, a query based platform for the most part such as amazon it's like how do I get this in front of people without them looking for a collapsible egg tray and explain to them exactly how it works and what it does when they've never seen anything like it before? Like, for example, here's, here's another one. I've been holding this uh, paper towel holder on my lap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanted to show, I wanted to show you. But during COVID, it was really hard to get paper towels or any paper goods. So yeah. I was paying attention to a lot of things that were kind of annoying to me. So I realized that when your hands are wet or dirty, you're usually putting them on top and pulling yep. a sheet off. My and I was like, all what are you doing? You got the whole <laughs> top of the paper towel roll wet, and then it dried yeah. up. And then I started to ask my friends and family to send me pictures, and it was wet, dirty, disgusting. Uh, tomato sauce, chocolate. Use my elbow. <laughs> use your elbow. So, I mean, yeah, get creative. But what I did, Sam, was I came up with just a simple yep. simple uh, disc, a simple cover that goes into the inner tube of the paper towel roll. 
Yeah. So now when your hands are wet or dirty, you put put it on top, pull the sheet off, and wipe that off. So that's what I'm saying. But who's looking for? That's a perfect example. It's like I was, you just brought that up and I was just thinking to my paper towel roll over there and I'm like, I know there's this red stain on it. I just saw it and it pisses me (laughs) off, but I wouldn't think intuitively to go look for a solution to that. It's kind of just one of those things like, yeah, that's life. But when you're, I mean, that's what, that's the beauty of, I feel like things like QVC though, but that's the marketing in and of itself is so unique in that, but it's so useful as long as you can just get in front of the right people, right time with the proper explanation. Look, you have all these sellers, and they're they're selling invention, uh, they're selling products, and if they make a little tweak and they can call it their own, they can have their own proprietary opportunity in the market to kind of sell something unique. Like, totally. for example, this is one of my other products, Sam. This is, you've seen tongs before, right? Mm-hmm. So what I did was I took this top part out, and I made grooves in it. So now when you open up, usually when you open up tongs, it's like, psh- right yeah so mine now goes small medium and large so there's different adjustments to it it's usually you pull the thing out and it just right (laughs) that was good yeah um so now now it has small medium and large so if you were going to be a a, if you were a customer and you had an extra feature for the same price tons which one would you buy why not yeah right and and i I licensed this so it's under farberware pro brand and in in major retailers and things like that so i'm just saying like everybody who's listening or watching you have a chance to when you come up with an idea the hardest thing is to capture it even though it may not necessarily be the greatest idea capture them and figure out if is it something that you can really call your own take a look and it sounds like pay attention to what annoys you in your life right what is like consistently pissing you off a little bit on a day-to-day basis and then that's 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 your invention you fix that if somebody has things that annoy me or or be around enough people that annoy me yeah exactly Exactly. that's that's awesome brian what is uh what is the best way if somebody wants to get into contact with you any preferred method my website is brianfried.com a lot of times people spell my first name wrong they spell it b-r-a-i-n so i'm brain fried it's my last name is spelled spelled uh f-r-i-e-d but no it's yep. brian 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 is my my best one you can check out my app it's invent a smart community on google and apple and i'm easy to get in touch with yeah it didn't take me too much so he's right <laughs> oh. <laughs> awesome well brian i appreciate the time awesome talking to you man and uh we'll chat soon Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Sam.